This is Unclaimed Bands, show 52. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight we're coming from the legendary Dobbs, 304 South Street in Philadelphia, PA. And our guests tonight are the Rabbit Hole. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for uh, taking the time to, to join us. Thank you. Uh, can I get you guys to go right down the line, introduce yourselves, and tell us what you do in the band? Uh, my name is George, and I play the guitar. Andreas, uh, lead vocals. My name is Chelsea. I play keyboards and um, backup vocals. I'm Oscar, and I play bass. I'm Matt, and I play drums. All right. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, and uh, we're just going to get this interview started. Uh, first thing I want to know is, where did you guys come up with the name for the band? I like to play on words. It's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> it was uh, a lot of trial and error with a lot of different names. I think a lot of bands probably would go through the same thing we went through, trying different things. Um, I didn't want just, I mean, any, any simple combination of regular words was almost always taken. The second you Googled it, you would see that there'd be five other bands with the, <laughs> with the same idea you had. Um, so I started trying to invent my own words or put my own words together. And uh, I really like how bands like Skinny Puppy use a lot of uh, word combinations in their song titles and things like that. So um, I wanted there to be more than meets the eye to the band name. Um, just like I believe there's more than meets the eye to our band. So that was the name that stuck. Um, we felt was timeless, and that's it. I, I, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that, absolutely. How did, uh, how did you all meet? Um, George and I used to play in, uh, in bands in, in the scene of our, back in our hometown, Regina. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, we ended wait, excuse up me, what was that? Regina, <laughs> Saskatchewan. It's the city that rhymes with fun. Uh, okay, yeah. just, just making sure. <laughs> So, uh, like, we both used to play in separate bands in the same kind of circles in the scene. Um, we both quit the bands we were in and, and uh, found each other through a mutual friend. Um, in the end, uh, we had other band members, um, but when we decided to move the band to Toronto a couple of years ago, we lost some members along the way, mm-hmm. and I found... They, they couldn't handle the move, or...? Uh, yeah, basically, okay. a few other details. Um, <laughs> but uh, we ended up meeting Oscar in Toronto, Uh, Matt, we met in Toronto recently, actually, Mm -hmm. Um, and I had gone home to visit, uh, like for for Christmas I went home to visit, and I ended up meeting Chelsea at a a friend's house, and she happened to be in a point in her life where she wanted to, didn't really know what she was doing, Uh, she had quit her job, looking for something new to do, and she happened to play keyboard and sing. And uh, at the it's moment, good. we were kind of looking for a new, a new keyboardist. And uh-huh. so within uh, three days of meeting, meeting me, she decided to, to drop everything, uh, throw her stuff in the, the band van, because I had just bought it there, and <laughs> uh, moved to Toronto. That's, that's yeah. cool, the way things so. just kind of fell together like that. That's yeah. really great. So um, it's been, uh, I wanted to ask you about your album, uh, Refuge. It's been a whole year, uh, actually now May, since you released it. Uh, when you look back on it now, okay, uh, what do you think of the body of the work? Because I think a lot of bands, when they first release something, they're very hyped about it and all that. But uh, uh, you know, uh, do you think it stood the test of time for you? Um, I think so. It gets it gets easier, like more palatable for me because um, at the time we didn't have most of these members. I did uh, the writing for this album, and um, it's hard for me to get out of my head and look at it like somebody else. So now enough time has passed where I can kind of hear it as if I was somebody else and, and enjoy it instead of criticize it. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, and uh, and as, uh, 
as the time has passed since we released that momentum has just kept building for us. So um, we just, we've been getting more and more feedback lately than we did a year ago when we released it. So for, for me, it still feels, uh, it feels better now than it did a year ago. Cool. What, what about for the rest of you? I mean, especially the ones that weren't, you know, obviously part of the making of it. Uh, how do you... Well, when I first listened to the songs, I thought it was like the most amazingly produced thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Personally. Um, and then Andreas told me the whole process and stuff, and I th thought it was really amazing, and I definitely wanted to jump board on that one. Yeah, same goes for me. The sound is really unique, and uh, the drumming is very complicated, so it was a challenge for myself to figure out all the tunes in such a short period of time. So, uh, like definitely, yeah, definitely gave me a headache, but it, it's worth it, and uh, it's fun stuff to play, for sure. Matt literally jumped on board, like, about a month ago. Uh, really? Wow. A little over a month, so he's, he's picked up on everything, and it's pretty, pretty amazing, actually. Cool. Well... I'll tell you what, what, what you, oh, you, well, no, you're going to talk? No, talk. I, I just... Well, what do you, what do you think about it. the album? <laughs> um, well, now I forget where we were. We, I was asking you about your, the album Refuge, and how do you view it now how after all this time? Um, now I view it as amazing. Like, I, I don't know... I want, I've been wondering where it was, like, in the past, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. now I'm just like, it's such a big part of me that it's, it seems weird that I didn't know it, it was there you know, a couple of years ago when, when the first album came out. So it's, it's cool, and it's a, it's a challenge. And, I mean, I was classically trained in piano, so for me to hop on keys and do synths and stuff is, like, a totally new world to me. So it was, yeah, it was wow. cool to, to learn all that and, and figure out how, equi how equipment, you know, worked and mm -hmm. how to be in a band, basically. So it's, <laughs> it's cool. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, why don't we take a break and listen to one of your songs? Cool. Well, I don't know. I, what, what are we going to hear? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see don't that put me in the spotlight. Oh, okay, okay. What, what are we going to hear? Um, we're going to hear Future. It's the first single off of our latest album, Refuge. All right, this is Future by The Rabbit Hole.
That was Future by The Rabbit Hole. Where can people buy your uh, buy your music at? What's the best place? Uh, they can get it from Bandcamp.com, iTunes, <clears throat> iTunes.com, um, Amazon. Pretty much anywhere that you're looking for it online, you're probably gonna find it. Anywhere you would buy any other music. And you guys, you guys sell your stuff at your shows too. Yes. That is correct. All right, good. I think that's always the best way to come. That way to get to see the band too, get an autograph, you know. Sure. Yeah, we've been doing plenty of those lately, which is pretty cool. Oh, uh, that's great. That's yeah. great you have it. Cool. Especially since CDs are highly obsolete now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting that kind of way, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I often tell people, I go, you know, you had, you had how many years of records, so people felt nostalgic about it. We didn't have CDs long enough to feel nostalgic about them. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's small artwork for someone like me who can't see right. It's just no good for me. So, But uh, can you guys talk a little bit about your writing process? Um, you know, how does it, how does it work for you? Does it start with just the lyrics first, the music first? You know, um, I guess for me it can it can be random depending on how I feel. Um, a lot of it is is me um, mess around with some beats or something like programming stuff, and then I'll play around with synths, kind of loop that, play guitar along with that, jam jam with myself basically until I have kind of what I like. Um, a lot of times I do have lyrics and, and things like that written out uh, but for the most part I compose the music before I add the lyrics and for me the lyrics is actually the most complicated part because you really have to be in the right state of mind for that mm -hmm. um, it's easier for me it's a lot easier to uh, to have like the music part come out um, without needing uh, um, like with lyrics it's almost like you need specific uh, uh, emotional extremes to really uh, be a catalyst for them to come out naturally, mm -hmm. whereas with music, um, it comes out a little easier for me than than the lyrics would. Yeah, that's it, I guess. That's um, it for that. I try to isolate myself, uh, <laughs> not be bothered by any <laughs> outside world. Uh, yeah, and and that works obviously. So, all right, he's not the Unabomber. He's just uh, <laughs> just writing some stuff out. That's great. Um, now, this is for you know for each one of you. Who or, or what influences you musically? Whether it's a performer or band or, you know, art? Hmm. I can start it off. <clears throat> Biggest influence for me personally, uh, my mom. Okay. I know that's so cheesy and like no, no, no. everyone, but yeah, my mom was in a band and uh, actually with my stepdad. So um, I got to see her perform on stage all the time. So I've always wanted to do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was the actual instrument of bass guitar, because I was kind of like, I knew about music and this and that, whatever, but I never really dove into it until one day my Xbox broke and I was looking around my house for something to do, and I just happened to stumble upon a bass and I'm like, that's it, that's what I'm, that's it, and you know, just, I'm here now, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, for myself, uh, I just really have never done anything else. Like, I started, my dad got me a drum kit when I was, like, five or six, like, a crappy one, and I just was playing on that, like, all the time, banging on garbage cans and bins even before that. So it's just, like, I just, like, grew into it, and I've always been doing it. But as far as, like, an influence, like, one of the first drummers I looked up to was Neil Peart, obviously, because I'm Canadian, that's cliche, but, um, <laughs> yeah, Neil Peart, but then, you know, I, I was, like, a huge Iron Maiden fan all through high school, and it kind of was into all that, and now it's more, you know, like, Filter, and, uh, you know, Nine Inch Nails is awesome, and Jane's Addiction, I'm kind of, like, all over the place, yeah, like, very well but I'll listen to anything, so. Um, I, 
My my brother uh, used to play uh, guitar before before I bothered to pick up with it, and uh, I thought I thought that was kind of cool. And I and I was tired of air guitaring in my in my bedroom all the time, so <laughs> so I decided to uh, to actually start playing the thing, and uh, it just kind of and like I just kind of developed my taste a little bit through high school and decided I don't know it's kind of what I wanted to do I guess. Cool. And uh, you, sir? For me, uh, yeah, like I've been around music my whole life as well. Like I, I played piano when I was younger. Um, like my parents put her, put me in that kind of when they they recognized I had some kind of a talent for music, um, even though I hated piano <laughs> at the time. And then uh, when I was about 12 years old. Um, and I had shoulder length hair. Um, a buddy of mine who also had shoulder length hair, who was into the same kind of music, started playing guitar and playing music by the bands we both listened to. So, and and uh, he came up to me and was like, "Hey man, you should play bass." Um, so that's actually what I started like like my first cool instrument, I guess. Um, but it was bands like Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, Garbage, Bjork, Aphex Twin. Like Depeche Mode, like all, all these bands. Like for me, it's like it's it's '90s alternative rock and electronic music, both kind of wow, together. That's that's like that. which is exactly kind of what what our music is. Is mm-hmm. both those worlds kind of mashed? That's that's a pretty good description of it. I would, I would agree with you on that one. Um, now you guys have a music video for uh, your song Future, which I love. I thought it was a great video. Um, who came up with the idea for that that video? And it looks like it was a lot of fun to shoot, was it? Or maybe not so much. <laughs> it was, at times, it was fun. It was it was a long, long process. It was. It turned out to be an almost 24-hour long shoot. Well, by the time we left our house to the by, to the time that we got back to the so, house. Oh, was, so yeah, did it all like yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. So it was a pretty long, long time. But personally, I had the most fun ever. I didn't skip a beat. I didn't even sleep the whole time. I just sat there and watched the whole thing. It was the first music video I've ever been in, so I was super excited. Um, who yeah. came up with the idea there? Uh, Sean Haynes, the director, came up with the concept. We we had a different concept in mind originally, but uh, um, the location we wanted to shoot in kind of fell through. Some TV series had taken it. Um, so we had to we had to throw something together kind of really quick, and this was like that idea literally was thrown together really fast, but uh, ended up working out. So yeah. oh, that's good. That's good. You guys plan on doing any more music videos? Uh, yep, we're we're shooting a video for Stargazer um, in about in about three weeks or so um, with director Peter Arvidsson uh, okay. from Electric Playground. He's done videos for. For other bands that that are just really awesome, so we're really excited about that. That one's really we're really going to try to push things on that. Now, are you guys going to be uh, uh, working on any? Are you working on a new record as well? Yep. Um, I mean, the writing process is always happening off and on. Sure. Um, for record, not not in the traditional sense. I don't think any. Well, I don't know if many people are going to be doing the the traditional full length album anymore. Um, it really feels like. Nowadays, you got to be in people's faces all the time, and putting out an album is just too much news all at once and forgotten too fast. So we don't know if it's going to be. I mean, we are working on new material, but we don't know if it's going to be, you know, in short bursts or individual songs or what mm-hmm. yet. So um, right after this tour is done, I'm going to start thinking about uh, with and talking about it with over with the guys here and, and gal uh, <laughs> what we think we're going to do. 
<laughs> All right, cool. So we, we just keep up, uh, keep an eye out for you guys and see when that's going to be coming down. Yeah, so right. we're thinking early 2014. We cool. won't be quiet about it. You, oh. You'll know. Okay, good, because <laughs> I hate quiet bands. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, take a pause and listen to another song? Um, what are we going to hear this time? We're going to listen to Stargazer. Stargazer, okay. This is Stargazer by The Rabbit Hole.
That was Stargazer by The Rabbit Hole. Where is the best place for people to keep in touch with you? I mean, I'm sure you're all over the multimedia, mm -hmm. but uh, what's the best place? Or what um, are the best places? Yeah, there's, there's more than one, that's for sure. Obviously, Facebook. Um, if you go to facebook.com slash the rabbit hole, that's R-A-B-I-D-W-H-O-L-E. Um, it's spelled a little different, so I always have to make sure it's clear. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, also, in, uh, sorry, we've got Twitter, so our handle is TRW Music. Uh, Instagram, we, we are doing a photo a day challenge, so every day we post a photo on there, so it's, it's fun, especially during this tour. Uh, all of our fans are able to kind of be on tour with us, seeing what we That's see. That's very cool. So um, <clears throat> you can find us on there as The Rabbit Hole. Uh, what else do we have? YouTube. YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. YouTube.com slash The Rabbit Hole video. Mm -hmm. And you can check out our official website, therabbithole.com. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you yeah. guys are very well covered that way. That's great. <laughs> so this is another question for each one of you. Okay, take a pause if you have to think about it. Okay. But uh, what was the first record you ever bought with your own money? Oh, gosh. Uh, greatest Hits by Bob Marley. All right. Oh, that's a good one. All right. <laughs> I need to actually really think about this. You know what? I think it was... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Soul Decision. Wow, okay. Yeah. How'd you pick for I'm a Debbie sure. Gibson person, you know, out of, you know, out of like the bargain bin or something? But <laughs> that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. I was probably seven years old, six or seven years old or something, but I think it was... It was either Thriller by Michael Jackson or or Dangerous. One of the two. I know I got them all around the same time, so <laughs> it was one of those. Um, <clears throat> mine was uh, it was either No Doubts, Tragic Kingdom, or mm -hmm. it was uh, it was it, it was either that or it was it was Beck Beck's uh, Odelay album. It's okay. either, either one of those two. Right, it's, yeah, it's at the same time. same time. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, sir, on the end? I think I bought the Rush Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> the double cool. disc CD, <laughs> I think. I'm trying to remember back, but I'm pretty sure that was the one. Well, it's always interesting to see what people were listening to back in the day when they first could buy something like that. So that's why we asked that one. Um, well, you know, uh, my last question for y'all is what is next for the rabbit hole? Well, um, we're just finishing up this tour with Dope Stars Incorporated from Italy. Um, we've been on the road for, well, by the time the tour is done, it will be six weeks. Um, the first two weeks was us by ourselves going through Canada. Mm -hmm. um, and then we met up with them in San Fran and then did the tour up until now. We've got a few more shows left um, tonight here in Philadelphia. Tomorrow, New York, the Gramercy Theater. I'm pretty sure it's sold out. Um, nice. We're playing Ottawa after that, Montreal, and then Toronto um, as the last show with Dope Stars. And then we got about three weeks off when we were shooting that video for Stargazer. And then we're jumping on tour with a, with a band from Canada called King Doom, um, uh, who has as a member Chris Vrenna, uh, X Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson member. He's worked with a lot of uh, cool. bands in that scene. Uh, so we're doing a few shows with them in Canada in June, and uh, and then it's 
we're going to be writing for the next uh, couple of months, and then in the fall, we're going to be doing some more touring. Nice, nice. Well, hey, uh, listen, I want to thank you all for taking the time for your show tonight to sit down and do this interview with us. Thank you really so much. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. So, uh, we'll have a scene tonight. Uh, all right, everybody, this is uh, Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and our guests have been The Rabbit Hole. Uh, until next time, see you later. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.